Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. We're your host, I'm Adam. I'm Tyler. Today, it's another pot of Christmas. We've got Ed Ray 1416. Hello, losers. We've got Kevin Babbins from Taking Back Nerdum. What's up, all you nerds out there? Did I say your name weird? Yeah, it's, Bi- it's Bivens. Hey! You, you might be Bivens, Morgie. You might be Bivens somewhere, but here you're Bivens. You're Bivens from a timing. Uh-huh. Nah. <laughs> Anyways, bad jokes, dad jokes. <laughs> We've got a fun little episode today. Today we're going to be talking about Christmassy myths and legends, and the legends of Christmas time, and maybe other myths and legends that pop up in our heads as we, as we stroll along this alleyway of information. But first... We've got a little beer. A beer of the day. This is a Brooklyn Black Ops. Holy shit. Stout aged in four roses small batch bourbon barrels. Oh my god. What's the percentage on this bad boy? Uh, The percentage on it? It's probably hard to find sometimes. Sometimes they're hard to find. It's annoying. Uh, uh, twelve point four. Woo! We got a twelve. Black as night. We got a twelve point four. Brooklyn from the Brooklyn Brewing Company. We haven't done too much from, but they're they're kind of a popular um brewery to be honest. Twelve point four, huh? Twelve point four percent. That is a that's a strong head. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so this say is going to be a very strong beer we're going to have. This one's blacker than the Oreo stout, and that's, that's so chocolate. This is a. So we could end up so getting drunk in this. Has episode. anyone ever had a? Oh man, that smells like a shot of like. <laughs> Wait, let me smell it. Literally smells like hard liquor. Oh my god. It's got like a sweet rose. Smell oh my god! It like... smells like straight bourbon. We're all gonna get a knee Stout Asian four roses. It smells like a cross between that. Has anyone ever had four roses? I've had that red rose, whatever you call it, where it's like in a clear bottle and it's creamy and it's got like this weird taste to it. Is it a bourbon? Yes. It really is? Oh, wow. It's a flavored, a flavored whiskey. God damn. And look difference? at that. Look at that lacing. In oh, yeah. Bit. Oh, my God. It's heavy. Woo! Okay. The smell is fucking crazy. The smell is potent. Like I gotta drink some water. I felt just smelling it got me hungover. Oh, like, it's like you're smelling like a really potent like wine. <laughs> like it's got that sweet rosy like smell to it. Like they're talking about from the rose barrels, but like a potent wine, huh? I thought this was opinions and beer, not wine and with Ed Ray. <laughs> Can you smell that, Ed Ray? You smelling that? Yeah, it smells like red wine to me. Okay, guys. Yeah, it's got like a wine smell to it. But it's like- <laughs> So this oh, is no man, it's like a flower of death. It's like, you know how they say like in heaven there's like this garden of Eden? Well if there's a garden in hell, this is what you say. <laughs> oh my god! Okay guys. The onyx tulips and they all like have this weird <laughs> smell. Your face. Didn't know whether you like This is a you know we, we we've done no, we've done nothing so we uh so far in the twelve styles of Christmas, we've done nothing but kind of flavorful flavorful stouts. This is a very strict by this is gonna be a very strict by the books. Bourbon barrel aged stout, I think, and so uh, this is our first one of the twelve pods. 
Uh, we may have one more coming up uh, in a, in a week or in a week or something. But uh, let's uh, let's give this one a sip, guys. Oh my gosh! I don't believe in sipping. Well, tastes like bourbon, like a whiny bourbon. I wouldn't go that Almost far. Almost sour, smoother, smooth. Yeah, that's a wine aftertaste. Wait, now hold up, Adam. You just said something mm. like a sour. Yeah, it's got like a twang to it. Like yeah, a really bad twang. It does like and like it, it, it like causes you to do like a twitch. Like you're is that the? Yeah. You think that's the uh, this weird rose barrel crap there, Adrian? Like, like you said, it tastes like a wine, huh? It's like a wine. When I exhale, it literally tastes like I just got done drinking red wine. I feel like drinking Carlo Rossi now. You know, honestly, it's, they put some citrus stuff in here. That's what I'm tasting, like some sour citrus. There's like, yeah, there's there's a real sourness to like it. Like they took a warhead that's like a like grapefruit flavored and threw it in it. Grapefruit flavored warhead. I don't know if that would sell. Oh my god. Well, that's the problem with this. Pretty rough. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a foamy, <laughs> foamy wine, like a foamy, <laughs> potent wine. I was gonna go with foamy like disaster, a, but like a bourbon aftertaste. Like this, a tastes, bur- hey, <laughs> this tastes like Brooklyn. <laughs> what it tastes it's kind of like Brooklyn like, smells. Are you guys doing like a little burn in your chest? Mm-hmm. Like right here? <laughs> yeah, right there. Right the hey, I'm getting some regret in my chest. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh, regret. God. I don't really feel anything. I think I'm used to this. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> this is like yeah, it's, it's like the bourbon burn or whatever you want to call it. Like the the hard liquor. Call this down with a sickness because you go get sick after you down this. <laughs> imagine, imagine trying to get drunk off this. <laughs> All right, Ty, you gotta do the Texas. <laughs> no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. The Texas. The suicide. Uh, no. Yeah, there you go. Oh, oh yeah, Vincent Bonco hey. chugged the mofo. I can't even go alone. Oh my God, Kevin just did it too. Oh ah. my God. Oh, their faces. Dude, I felt like I felt like a scorpion grabbed my neck and tried to twist it backwards. I said, I said don't do it. Ah. Here, there's more. Don't tell me what this won't. This won't put hairs on your chest. This will put this will matter in your toilet. This, I mean, literally though, when Grandpa would say some <laughs> shit like that, it'll put hair on your chest. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking Bud Light wasn't what he was talking about. Yeah, some shit like that. Man, I thought I thought some of the like the Guinness Stout had a had a you know thick taste. They had nothing. Like this. Oh yeah, like, oh like Guinness Black or yeah, Guinness the Guinness Black. Black I, can tra- I can drink Guinness Black all day, but no. <laughs> yeah, this is one of them. Oh man, it uh, literally yeah, burns like you just drank liquor. Yeah, yep. and this is why I don't buy uh, twelve of them for the twelve pots of Christmas. <laughs> I try to, I try to sprinkle them in. You would expect that out of that. Why not? I don't live for beer. Oh no, yeah, no. That. That's this is a classic bourbon barrel stout. Oh okay. Yeah, this is this is like a lot of. The, I've never went after a bourbon stout. When yeah, I hear no. bourbon, I go after bourbon. Yeah, you know? I'm, yeah. I don't go after a classic bourbon barrel stout either. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so. So it's just one of those things. It is. It's got strong taste. Very powerful. Very strong. Yeah, straight by the bourbon. I mean, look, look at the glass. Damn. Even the glass. The lacing like stayed. <laughs> lacing stayed. Even the glass was there. Like, oh my god. Anyways, tastes like roach juice. I don't even know what that tastes like. Mixed with rage. What the shit? I know. I. uh... This is what you serve to your boss. 
that's been a really bad boss. So you know what? I was thinking about you this Christmas. Here's your four pack of Brooklyn Black Ops. Did you feel like you need to take some Black Ops? So I got I've always made the, the comment that like certain beers are what guys bring to parties and think they're hard for drinking. If a guy walked into a party of mine with six of these, slammed them on the table and said, nah, I'm about to pound these. <laughs> Fucking more power to you, man. <laughs> more oh, power man, to I'd you. I'd say, you know what? The bathroom's down the hall to your right. You yeah. Go for it, baby. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, we've got an uh, interesting episode today while we while we sip on this brew. <laughs> we oh, sip. my God. I know you. T- well, you all three down me. I'm not sipping mine. I'm not I, didn't, a- I didn't have a problem drinking this. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know. A wino hey. over here was like, hey, it's kind of like wine. I don't like beer. <laughs> Probably the reason why I was able to handle this one. Uh, Ed Ray's hard. <laughs> Ed Ray's gonna... Ed is as hard as a French wino. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I drink beer, but it's not. I don't ever go for this. <laughs> I go for qu- fucking qu- uh, quantity more yeah. than I do quality. So, what, you know, buy me, buy me, uh, buy me a twenty-four pack of Bud Light, and we'll drink it all in like five minutes. You know, five, ten, twenty minutes. I'm a shiner guy. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll give you. I'll buy you. I'll, I'll go with blonde. So, blonde, what do you, like... what do you, what do you rate this beer? I rate this honestly though. Death. <laughs> I'll give it a higher rating. I'm gonna give it a six. The last one just tasted bad. This one's just like got all these notes and it's strong and stuff to it. Yeah. So six. What do you what do you gotta say? I'll give it a You know, I'll I'll give it a six and a half and I'll tell you why. Even though I'm ragging on spear really bad, it's just it is what it is. It's not trying to be something that it's not, unlike the last beer. It's 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 just kind of out of control a little bit. Yeah. But but it's still, I could see drinking one of these and not feeling complete regret versus the other one. Like if you were offered it, it's yeah, definitely it's free, free, whatever. Yeah. Like now. <laughs> yeah. What you got? I'm gonna be indifferent by saying a five because I'd say that while this tastes like a wine, if I wanted a beer. I'd buy a 24-pack of Budweiser and share some with Tyler. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not a Bud Light guy, but I'd rather have Budweiser instead. Oh, you're going to share with what me do you, now? What do you got? What do you got? Yeah, what do you got give you some Budweiser. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm very, I'm, 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 I, I am strongly debating it in my head what the uh, number is. He's thinking about it. Well, because, like... He's going to be difficult. Well, no, because I know that this is a... I know that in any other craft beer circle, this is probably like a, like a big fucking 10 or something. Here's the thing with me, though. In the pretentious craft beer circles? Yeah, so here's 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 my pretentiousness, though, of me rating it. I We did a test recently. We did looks. There was two beers. Now watch this. They're the same beer, except one was aged in bourbon barrels. Okay? The, the beer that was aged in bourbon, <laughs> bourbon barrels completely ruined the beer taste compared to the beer that was not. There was the exact same beer, just half the batch was aged, aged in bourbon. The bourbon beer was horrible. The actual beer tasted solid. This beer, I'm just not. I'm really not big into the super bourbony taste, and but not even not even just the bourbon. That weird wine taste that goes in there too. Like it's like it's not. This is not just bourbon. It's fucking like a wine, like a soury wine taste. I don't know if I'd buy this again. I think what happened. I don't know if I'd buy this. I think again. there was I like smoking. It might be a, I think might be a four. And thought wine would be. I mean, good I want to say in five in hops, but they totally miscued it. And after the fact, they're like, "Oh, we already made it. We can sell it now." 
where we spent our money. The chemist is already I mean, got paid. Can, I mean, you can definitely tell that, like, like, okay, this isn't a sticker beer. No. This can actually has no, a yeah. label on it. Uh, they put a lot of effort into its logo. Its its, it's design is really sleek. No, yeah, All Brooklyn is, a, is nice. Brooklyn is a pretty uh, they're pretty, pretty popular. Yeah, pretty um, popular. Beer, yeah, so. I've, I've seen the logo up here, Brooklyn Brewer, you know, Brooklyn yeah. Limited. I've seen this before, but just like, yeah, I, I would never like buy this to bring to a party. <sighs> One of these beers that you like, you drink when you hate yourself. Or, or like, if I, <laughs> if I was to take a chick out on a date and her say like, I don't like beer at all, I just like wine. Okay. And I fucked up and couldn't find any wine, but somehow there was a craft <laughs> beer place open. <laughs> and they had to give you some wine. There you go. They had the Brooklyn Black Ops. Yeah. <laughs> I got her the Brooklyn Black this Ops. This is not a. This is not a normal. This is a dark oh, mellow. This is a it's normal. rough. It's kind, of, it's kind of rough for me to drink, to be honest. All right, so what, what, Whoa, what are these Christmas me. myths? You guys ready to talk some Christmas myths? What's the first yeah. one? Everyone knows Santa Claus. Obviously created by... What about elves? Coca-Cola Company. Co- yeah, yeah. What Santa- about elves making sure you're, you're naughty or nice? Yeah, elves. Me. That was creepy as a kid, because then you wondered if they really were out. Santa Claus watching. invented by the Coca-Cola Company, and uh, and then and then a weird, weirdly passed on to some random English man that gave toys to some homeless kids once. Uh, Norwegian, I think. Norwegian Catholic man. Yeah. <laughs> Catholic. Yeah, there was a Catholic. And you know what the the you know he used to like not give out toys. No, I know it was he like food or wooden something. shoes. Yeah, wooden shoes. And the reason why the kids got coal was because back then you know you didn't have much to fuel the fire with, and you needed. Yeah, stuff it, wasn't, to, it wasn't punishment as they later turned it. It, it well, it was a punishment. It was a punishment that taught you to share. Yeah. You took your coal and you gave it to your family so that y'all could all not die in the snow. Yeah. Intense stuff by Santa Claus and the eight reindeer. But did you know there's actually ten, perhaps unusual Christmas myths from around the world? Yeah, Krampus is probably going to be on this list. Might be on this list. Let's go ahead and talk about some of these weird. First of all, have you ever heard of the Spain uh, tradition? It's not on this list, but I do I, tell. Did you know in Spain they feed a log and the log takes a poop and that's your present? Is it called a branch? No, it's called oh, a... My bad. I actually wrote the name down somewhere. I don't know. It's Christmas log. It's like Piper Lou or something. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Christmas log that poops presents. There it is. Cago Tio. Cago Tio. That's what it does. You'll find Cago Tio for sale in Christmas markets across the two main provinces. Of uh, places that are in Spain. <laughs> I'm not going to pronounce it. I don't need crap for presents. You don't need cago tío. Well, it, crip, it, it poops out the presents, I guess. Yeah. They're shitty presents. Is what you're but you have to tell. feed it. you got to feed the log. You put food inside the log until... Uh, well, they don't have a face. They don't have a mouth to put... I don't know. The, the thing is, you're supposed to feed Maybe you the shit. You, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to feed the little bastard. And then the uh, it, bastard. it poops out presents for you. Nah, no thanks. <laughs> okay. Anyways, random, <laughs> random. I mean, uh, you can have a newborn and do that for you. you need <laughs> that for feed it. And it'll poop out presents all day. Maybe not ones you want, but. So we're doing a uh, least popular to most popular, apparently, and we're starting with number ten. Uh, let me, let us let, and we're gonna discuss like what's your favorite myth of all these of these ten. Like which one just sounds the coolest and the best, and that uh, you might pass along these myths to later generations. First of all, the myth of 
Belsnickel. Bell off, what is that? A Belsnickel, the myth of Belsnickel originated in Europe during the Middle Ages. While he would separate the good children from the ones who were bad all year, he allowed the naughty ones to redeem themselves back to the good side. For the children who were good all year, he would leave toys and candles, candle, candies, <laughs> while the naughty children received switches. So he beat them. Uh, unlike Santa Claus, Belsnickel Bell would actually uh, would actually would actually announce his presence by knocking on doors and windows so the children could see him. Oh snap! He is described as a thin. He is described as a thin person who wears fur clothing with with bells attached and wears a mask. <laughs> one, oh, I've strum on him. I ain't scared in him. one hand, he carries a bag of presents for the good kids, and in the other, a switch to whip <laughs> whip oh, the naughty yeah, ones. Drop that mother. While there are different versions of the legend, some of, some of them are more frightening stories. Claim he would bring the naughty children to the forest and punish them. For their bad behavior, he was said to also he was said to also kidnap bad children from their beds, but he would offer them the opportunity to redeem themselves by doing tricks, dancing, or singing for him. <laughs> All right, what's your thoughts on Bell Snickle? Um, yeah, some kids fucking earned it. <laughs> some kids fucking earned Bell Snickle. I think every year they just released a loony bin. <laughs> Some dude, what some would you do if you seen some like dude in a mask knock on your window? Oh, he's, he's like, I got a switch. I'm gonna beat your ass. I hope, I hope he's the fish of iron. I got a switch. Gonna, I hope he's the fish of iron and leg because he's gonna receive some. Ed Ray, would you let Bell Snickle uh, whip you with a <laughs> with a switch? No. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd fight. I'd fight that thing to the death. I don't think we have a choice, though. Really, as a kid, our parents would open the door and be like, "Well, you know, you were bad. Go to the better snickle." <laughs> oh man, the parents are even in on it. That's bad. We'll serve you. He knocks on doors. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mr. Hello. So -so. The best snickle here. Your dad gets up all happy. I warned you all year. <laughs> Time uh, for your beating. Number nine, snick. Rupert, what's this if I can say? Schnick, Schnitt, Rupert. Oh, that's German. I think, huh? I think it's Nick Rupert. Nick Rupert. That's German, huh? The legend of Nick Rupert has two different beginnings. The first one is that he was a wild child, but was found and raised by Saint Nicholas. The second version that he was a farmhand prior to becoming Saint Nicholas's assistant. Just like Belschnickel. Uh, Nick Rupert would also carry around a switch. He helped out Santa. He he helped out Saint Nicholas by going to each child's house and asking their parents if they were good or bad that year. If their parents said they were bad, uh, Nick Rupert, I can't, I already forgot how to pronounce it. Would use the switch on them as punishment. So he, this one does go door to door. Once again, he goes door to door and he's like, "Look, Santa's a busy man. He doesn't know if your kids deserve presents." I got a switch if they haven't been good. Have they been good? And then the parents are just like, and, and like many European families, they were totally honest. They'd be like, no, my kid was a little shit this year. <laughs> and this guy's like, oh, ha! <laughs> oh, God. Probably enjoyed his job too much. Uh, Nietzsche Rupert is described as wearing a brown or black robe with a pointed hood. He is also seen carrying a staff and a bag of ashes. Was it Gandalf? <laughs> I guess so. Gandalf. It doesn't say that he's an old man, though, so a kid. So just like random wizard shows up to your house to yeah. beat your child. <laughs> what could you imagine? You shall not. <laughs> oh, uh, little Timmy, the, the wizard's here. <laughs> the wizard's here. Yeah, I love how this just goes. Like, you're just sitting at home and it's like, 
And you hear your European dad like, oh, Wonderbar, come in. There's a little <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> Some dude starts beating you with a fucking switch. <laughs> Next up is Pierre Fortard. Yeah, the heck's that? Pierre Fortard. Fort- okay, so obviously hey, French. French. All right, Pierre Fortard. The story of Pierre Fortard originated in France, in southern Belgium, in the year 1150. He was a token enough in. <laughs> he was a butcher who lived in a small French village with his very greedy wife. They lived near a boarding school where the children of the wealthy families would attend. One day, Fortard and his wife saw three boys walking toward the school, and when they decided they wanted to rob them for the gold they believed was in their pockets, so the Fortards offered the young boys sweets that were secretly poisoned. Killing all three children. Pierre Fortard slit the boys' throats, chopped them up into pieces, and kept their remains inside of a barrel. As legend has it, he would accompany St. Nicholas. However, when the Jolly One found out about the awful act uh, Pierre Fortard had committed, his his punishment was to spend the remainder of his life following St. Nicholas as a sidekick. In fact... Fortune is said to be one of the the one who delivers coal to the naughty children. Snap. So wait one second. Santa just got a serial killer to drop coal off. Yeah. Is that all he drops off? Wait, that's a weird... Some of them kids do, do you Christmas find that on? to be a... I find that to be the most French thing I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, like, he thought they had money. <laughs> they did not. Now he delivers coal. How life like. How life like. Yeah. That's like a pretty... He got away pretty clean. Yeah, yeah. For killing three children, the guy got off pretty scot-free. He was like, oh, man, poor me. I got to put... It sounds like something he came up with. Like, no, Santa, no. Don't make me put coal in all the kids' stockings. And Santa was like, oh, ho, ho. I found your weakness. Oh. <laughs> fucking Brer Rabbit shit. You like putting my trick on Santa so he didn't get a bad punishment. <laughs> Like, the yeah. other guy gets to go to people's houses with a switch, though. It seems like all people who were bad don't really get punished by Santa if you join him. It's like, no, no, go to their house, knock on their door, beat their kid. Uh, Santa yeah. don't have to. But Santa was lazy. <laughs> Santa gotta keep face. Yeah. Santa's like, I got my reindeer. Number Santa. seven. I got this dude. Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas. Oh, snap. Is that related to Santa? The Dutch have their own version of Santa Claus. Oh, snap. He's and while there are numerous similarities between the two, there are also a few notable differences. What's the notable difference? Santa Claus looks similar to the Pope. Yep, Santa Claus looks oh, like the Pope. Hat and a robe, rather than a fat man in a red suit. Santa Claus season begins in the Netherlands in November, with the annual parade on the last Sunday of the month. Santa Claus... Sinter. Sinter, oh my god. Center Claus. Center Claus. Along with his white horse and his helper, Zwarf Piet. Yep. What the fuck? Arrived Zwarf by. Piet. <laughs> Zwarf Piet. Arrived by boat before joining the parade. December 6th is, the, is marked as the feast day. And even he cuts the road feast. <laughs> the evening before is when families gather for a large meal and exchange gifts. This is also the time that. Sinterklaas and Zwart Piet travel from rooftop to roof to, to rooftop to roof, the rooftop to rooftop looking for children who have been good all year and reward them with candy and presents. Children leave out carrots or oats in their wooden shoes for Sinterklaas and his horse. The next morning children awaken in gifts 
and funny poems that were left by Santa Claus as a reward for their good behavior. See, so he doesn't punish bad kids. Santa Claus just merely ignores you if you're. Yeah, he just yeah. ignores bad children. He's just like, you don't get anything extra this year. He's, He's like, look, you do realize how much time and effort I put into making it good for the good kids. Carrots. Now, is the carrots and oats for? It says they're, it's for both of them. Yeah, the carrots are for him. The oats are for his horse. Okay. Well, doesn't I thought horses eat carrots? Oh, carrots are like a treat you give to a horse. If a horse is hungry, you just give it a bag of oats. Okay. Yeah. And hey, he might like oats too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oats yeah. and honey, man. Yeah, yeah. Oats and honey or something. Maybe he'll stop yes, for a minute. Yes. Maybe his old ass is sitting yeah. there just crunching on him, running As much as much as he's running, he probably needs something to replenish. He'll give a so. fuck what he's eating. Yeah. He's like, ah, yeah, I'm <laughs> Ed Ray, have you ever heard of the Duchess uh, Santa Claus, the Sinter Claus? Sinter. No. You haven't heard of him? No. What would you do if uh? Are you gonna are you gonna put out some uh, carrots and oats for Santa Claus? Aren't you Dutch? You look Dutch. You have a you have you have a those black things. That's a Dutch thing to wear. Talking about suspenders. Yes. First off, I think you're talking about leader hoses, and those are German. Oh, German. There we go. <laughs> Next. He's already, Next. Drunk. He's already drunk, guys. That, that black ops is starting yeah, to Yeah, he's not, he's not thinking very straight. Yeah. Next up is Gryla. Gryla? Gryla? Gryla. 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 What the fuck is this? Or Gryla. It's a demigoddess. For most people, Christmas is seen as a time of peace and... Anyways. They have a whole little thing about it. There's a movie Gryla. In Iceland, there's a very frightening myth. A Gryla. Could be Gryla. 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 Yeah, What's an Iceland... So far, what's frightening is hearing you trying to pronounce it. Shut up! <laughs> I'm trying to speak Icelandic. Good luck. A mountain troll. Who is said to be a mountain troll with hooves, hooves for feet and has 11... 13. 13 tails. I am drunk. No, I'm not. Every Christmas when she leaves the mountain... Okay, this is a, a female Gryla. It's a demon. Every Christmas when she leaves the mountain, <laughs> she looks for children who have been naughty. When she finds them, she kidnaps windows. them by stuffing them into a bag and brings them back what? to her cave, boils them alive, and eats them in a stew. Wow. Oh, wow. So she's like the inspiration for the, uh, the, the Ed and Eddie episode where Rolf is... Celebrating Christmas, <laughs> and Rolf celebrates Geshmael, and Geshmael will give you all a bunch of sweet meats and, and good stuff to eat, but if you're a bad kid, she puts you in the pot to boil. Oh, shit. So basically, like, Eddie, Eddie yeah, Grela, wow, that's that's cool. She was, she is always in a bad mood because she is constantly hungry for children. The Snap. Le- the legend of Gryla dates back to the ancient pagan time period. It is also believed that her sinister ways are not only felt by children, but also by men. She had three husbands, and two of them she killed just because she was bored with them. <laughs> and that's not all. She also has 13 children, all boys, who are just as frightening as she is. They are known as the, the Yule, Yule Lads. That's Grela. Okay, her name is Grela. Grela. And, Grela and the Yule Lads. And well... Just keep reading. Oh my god. And they're bringing the Yule to Okay, so here we go. Five. Yule lads. Yeah. Mischievous little dick children spirit. The Yule lads are the 13 sons of Gryla. And each have their own unique characteristics, much like the beloved seven dwarves of Snow White fame, but substantially creepier. Every night during the 13 days before Christmas, the Yule lads visit the children of Iceland. If the children have been good, each lad leaves a small gift. But if they were naughty, the lads will leave behind a rotten potato. <laughs> these, 
<laughs> you're lucky you don't leave your head in the platter. My, our mother kills you. We're going to leave you a rotten potato. Yeah, that's cool. I'll it's a, it's it. a potato she forgot to use in the yeah, stew. I'll you just, want me to read these names? I'll just sweep it away. Huh? Sure, go ahead. Our 13 sons are Sheep, Coat, Glog, Goalie, Gawk, no, Stubby. I think that's one name. Oh, Sheep, Goat, Glog, <laughs> Goalie, Gawk, Stubby, Spoon Licker, Pot Scraper, Bowl Licker, <laughs> Door Slammer, <laughs> Skyer Gobbler, <laughs> Sausage Swiper, oh my gosh. Window Peeper, Doorway Sniffer. <laughs> I'm done. If the Sausage Swiper meat finds hook, out. <laughs> candle Stealer. Oh, snap. That's, is that it? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, it. a Candle Stealer. So there's a Candle Stealer character. No, the Sausage Swiper for me is yeah, the so, scariest one. St- well, Meat Hook steals meat with his hook. Oh, snap. Wait, there's a sausage swiper. Where's sausage swiper at? Okay. Sausage, he's still he's sausages. Still sausage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get the bleep away from me. <laughs> window scary. peeper, he watches you through your window. What a creep. <laughs> Look, they, were, what they, a creep. they weren't even trying at this point. <laughs> Doorway sniffer has a huge nose and sniffs through doors. Does they work as a team? <laughs> Maybe they work on a team in each house. I'm going to smell the doorway. You gully, check the window. Gully gawk. He hides in ditches and enjoys oh, milk snack. from cows. Oh, snap. Great. This is a bunch of creeps. Sheep coat clog is a peg-legged sheep fancier. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck sheep. So he's bestiality. <laughs> so he's back. What he's doing, he's just Pot scraper steals leftovers. This is like Ocean's 15 on oh the holiday season. Oh, my God. Season. You want to move on to the next one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So that that was made by somebody that had Next really up. Uh, <laughs> let's see if this. they say that. We might as well make up our own Christmas myth. Let's say, we're at number four, but... Let's see if they say what this is. It's a creep theme song. It's got that Danny Elfman Nightmare Before Christmas whimsiness to it. Yeah, I'm seeing if they're gonna say his name so we can pronounce it. What's that? This is a silent video. What are they doing? It's the last okay, thing, it's a silent it's video. So I can't even see what the... I'll say, Jolak Ocharchian. Oh, snap. Spell this. He's Klingon. J-O-L-A-K-O, the two I's on top. T-T-U-R-I-N-N. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not going to try. Fucking Iceland. Another myth, for, another myth from Iceland is the Jolak Ocharchian. Or, oh, here we go. The Yule Cat. That's a lot easier to say. The Yule Cat. <laughs> uh, he's also, in fact, the family pet... Of Gryla and the Yule Lads. Oh, we're screwed. The myth of this Christmas cat has been around since the 19th century. Uh, he is said to be a large cat that wanders the streets during Christmas and eats people who are not wearing new clothes. What? <laughs> so he hates poor people. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much he, he kills poor people. Kills poor so if you're poor, people. you're screwed. You wild, wild, wild is believed that the Yule cat likes to eat humans. Other versions of the legend have him eating all the food Belonging to the people who were so poor they couldn't afford new clothing. So either way, he kills the poor people. At no one point, it was at one point it was illegal to use the story of the Yule Cat to scare children, but the ban was lifted shortly after. <laughs> Some people believe that the myth was made up in order to make people work harder during the holiday season, since the only way to make sure that this huge cat doesn't eat you is if you get a new piece of clothing for Christmas. So obviously, you're going to want to put in that extra hours to earn that cheddar. Although this is only a myth, it seems as though people from Iceland take it quite seriously, as the good folks that there tend to put in a lot of hours at work. Interesting. Dude. 
So what are your thoughts about the Yule Cat? What is with all these that's probably, cool things being you know, connected to each other and killing people? You know, the Yule Cat is probably the most controversial winter, on this list. Because <laughs> winter is um, a time when people died a lot back then. Oh, yeah, like there's the Black Plague. and there's No, no, I'm stuff. just saying, like, childbirth, you get cold, the child dies. Yep. You, you, you didn't have good medicine, you got sick when you were cold, you died. So... Everybody just thought maybe if you're a good person all year, the le- the least chance you have of dying during the most horrible months yep. of the year. That's an inter- yeah, that's a, that's a crazy thing you're bringing up, though. That is that's legitimate. Ninety percent of people's time spent back then was not dying. Well, yeah, just not dying. And people, yeah, I guess. Well, the winter months are bad for everything on Earth, even the animals. Why do you think they store? Yeah. Why do you think ants and stuff store up all year for the winter Damn. specifically? What are your thoughts? Uh, I really want to get y'all last thoughts on this uh, on this cat that makes you work hard and have new clothes. Yeah, it definitely sounds like something that you know you would perpetuate if you thought that people needed to be working hard, especially in a time period with no TV. Iceland, though, this I'm, but but still, this I'm is this is still going on in Iceland. Iceland well, yeah, like takes it serious. A lot of European countries take their old old festivals and shit seriously. Oh, okay. I'm you have to understand it's a relatively new thing in our country that you can't have anything like sacred. You know, you you can't have like a festive time of year. You can't have like a day of remembrance because then the other like if you have a day of remembrance for insert A, then the other twenty five letters of the alphabet are going to take all the time they can to shit on remembrance of insert A. Unless it's something stupid and pointless like war or a tragedy, don't try to make it sacred. Don't try to remember it because everybody's just going to shit on it in this country. Well, I mean, it's popular nowadays. Look what they're doing to Christmas, Halloween, everything. Like when I was a kid, I remember Halloween was awesome. You go to any, any neighborhood you wanted to and there was music being played, parties, everybody had a good time. Nowadays, you barely see anybody even so because much remotely. Everybody's remotely. so terrified of fucking getting a fucking poison piece of candy because we all know that the number and number of malicious psychopaths and horribly in you know people and horrible people in the world are just going up. It goes up every day. I was bitching about this the last time I did stand up comedy. But uh, what's in vogue right now? What's really cool in society is being unempathetic, being unsympathetic, being as cruel as you can until it's done to you. Then you got to shout like you're some kind of victim. Yeah. But that that's what's hot in the streets right now, as the kids would say on the DL. That's the down low for all of us <laughs> who speak hood. But um, on the DL right now, that's what's popular amongst all these kids is being unempathetic, unsympathetic. But then, like, I get called a monster when I look at an 18-year-old, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck that your dad died. Yeah. You know, but, oh, but he gets to be as unsympathetic and unempathetic as he wants to be because that's what's cool right now. And so if that's going to be the case, then, yeah, I'm totally not surprised that 100 years ago, everything related to Christmas was wanting to kill you. <laughs> I have no idea. It doesn't shock me at all that everybody was like, oh, yeah, this winter time sure is terrible. <laughs> yeah, this winter time. At least they try to... They try yeah, to- I'd also go with the idea, though, too, that it's just... It's popular to be offended towards something these days. You don't even got to really be offended towards it. It's just it's a way for you to get attention. I guess when you get something in Christmas and you're alive, you're like, it, it makes you extra happy that you survived Christmas. Well, that's like, why you, the- you survived the holidays. You were gifted life. And it's like you get you, you, you get to reward your kids. Well, yeah, because back then that's all people had to look forward to was like making it to the next day. Yeah. I mean, Christmas to me really ain't about happiness. It's about... Uh, 
trying to make yourself able to live on through hard times. But just yeah. think about it. See, well, like that right there, that right there just offended somebody. Well, you know, <laughs> like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, well, I, no, I'm just compounding on what he yeah. said just a second ago. He says, oh, I think Christmas should be about, like, giving and being nice to one another. There's some asshole out there right now who's like, it's about Jesus and nothing else. <laughs> it's it's not about being nice to people. You shouldn't want to what give say, to people. What I'd say, what I'd say <laughs> is this. Christmas should mean whatever it means to every person. And, and, and you shouldn't be worried about being offended. And if you're offended by what I said, you should dive into a volcano and melt it. <laughs> oh, but, uh, I mean, the thing is, just just from personal experience, why, why I say this, it's about giving presents to make people feel better for harsh times. Because everybody goes through harsh times normally in the cold seasons. It's really kind of a historical fact. Yeah, especially back then. Yes. Yeah, the, so the, the guy who was the butcher... Went on hard times during the cold season because the guy who raised all the animals that were going to be butchered wasn't giving as many more to be butchered because yes. they weren't breeding as much because it was cold. The guy who did all the wheat farming, his wheat farming was done. Yeah, during the wintertime. In the wintertime, he's, just, he's sitting there. He's sitting there banking on what he's saved up throughout the year. And if yep. he didn't work hard enough, if he didn't save up enough, get himself a nice new jacket to keep himself from freezing to death when he walked down the street, of course the Yule Cat's going to eat him. The Yule Cat <laughs> can literally be a representation of the cold. You know, honestly, if you don't got oh, new, yeah. cold, new clothes, the cold will kill you. I know you. The yeah. Yule Cat, if y'all want to know what it looks like, I'll go ahead and tell y'all. You ever watch Thundercats? It's that cat with the whip. Only picture it kind of like Siberian looking. That's the picture. Yeah, that's the that's the picture I want you to install. The Yule cat will come and get you. It yeah. does make sense though. Like you After know, you like hear thunder, I mean, thunder. Oh. if you have like older clothes and they start getting holes in them, and there's like the they're not keeping the winter air out as yeah. well. You know, why do you think that so many of these ancient myths tell kids don't go to the woods? Because dumbass, there are things in the woods that yeah. will eat you. There are things in the woods that will kill you. There's Bigfoot. You know? In America, thanks to capitalism, there are no more woods. No, <laughs> we're, we're slowly losing it. We're slowly losing all the woods. But thanks, thanks to national parks, we'll always have a small area that we yeah. can go and look at. And, and say, hide bodies. Pretty. We can go we'll and hide animals like all squished up next to each other. Thanks to national parks, we can hide bodies uh, for enough time to go and... <laughs> <laughs> Brian laundry ourselves. Hey, until uh, that national park becomes a super volcano that erupts. Anyways, number th- <laughs> is. Num- number three is La Bifana. La Bifana. La Bifana. She's probably a scary is that one. Like Babadook? It's like Babadook. <laughs> Italian Christmas character, which has quite a few similarities to Santa Claus. Except on Epiphany. Yeah, Epiphany Eve. The old woman carries around a large bag. And flies around on a broomstick, visiting boys and girls to see if they've been good or bad. She will leave the children candy if they have been good, but if they have been bad, she will leave them dark lumps of coal. Instead of leaving out cookies and milk, a glass of wine is always left out. Because oh, this woman, this woman <laughs> likes her wine. You know, this is this is an no. Italian oh, legend. This hey, is an Italian hey. legend. We you met your really woman. Mad. Let's go find this woman. Hey, you you got yourself really a woman. She lives Brooklyn Blackhawks. <laughs> so she wants wine. wine right there. Left for the witch. They even call her a witch. Yeah, she's a witch. She, she goes on to enjoy. Oh, right, so she literally is just like, like I'm dropping off presents. Where's my red wine? She's, you know, she's she's white yeah. woman it up. Oh, you left some Merlot when I wanted red wine. We're about to fight. Yep. It is believed that the myth of La Bafana dates as far back as the 13th century. Oh, Legend so has cool. it that the three magi were on magi. The, magi were on their way to present gifts to 
Little eight, eight pounds, six ounce baby Jesus. She's around back then. Baby Jesus, when they stopped at an old woman's house to ask for directions to Bethlehem. It was her. Before they left, they invited the old woman to come to them to see the newborn king, but she refused. Yeah. After much thought, she decided she wanted to join them, but they were already gone, so she left sweets at every child's door along her journey, hoping that one of those houses held Jesus inside. She didn't want that beef. So pretty much she tried to give Jesus candy. Yeah. And then ever since then, she keeps leaving uh, shit on people's doors. <laughs> that, well, that adds a mild creepiness to it. Hey, she's constantly, from, from the 13th century <laughs> to now, she goes from house to house like, I hope Jesus is <laughs> And then someone's going to break it to her. Man, he already died, left her back where he came from. You're screwed. You're screwed. <laughs> I hope she doesn't die. She's a witch. She's like, I hope Jesus lives here now. Maybe this one's his house. <laughs> lady, you know what year this is? Oh, God. Someone needs to make a Snap. movie with Somebody this kid. talk to that poor lady. Uh, oh, like, not even that. She, she can't even mean that. She can't be like a main character movie, but like a background character. Like, people are going about their day. And you know what? They should use her anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right. Should... No. Jesus oh, wow. Inside. So that's just it. Jesus Candy Lady. <laughs> Hey, they should have used her on Supernatural. I swear they should have. Like in the background. Oh, oh I hope Jesus is here. I can see Sam and Dean. Oh, yeah, yeah they just stop a homeless lady. They just stop a random homeless lady, and it's like, Sam, that's La Pinta. Sam's dropping off candy. Sammy. <laughs> uh, next up, number two. Cass. <laughs> uh, number two, Krampus. I told you he was going to be on oh, this But he's not as bad as the Yule group. The Yule group no, he's group. kind of worse. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's a child snatching weirdo Most of us, out. most of us have heard of Santa's evil and terrifying sidekick Krampus. We the, have the name Krampus comes from the German word Krampen, which, Krampen, which, which translates to claw. Krampen. The legend of the long-horned, furry, goat-like beast with a long tail and a forked tongue has terrified children for many years, making them afraid that if they were bad during the year, Krampus would beat them in with a bunch of sticks, kidnap them, and bring them down to hell for an entire year to punish them. Although it is uncertain when the legend of Krampus actually began, it is believed that it originated in Germany even before Christianity. On Krampus night, which is the evening of December 5th, children in Germany were very careful not to get her, his attention by being on their best behavior. If they were good boys and girls, St. Nicholas would bring them gifts on December 6th. The legend of Krampus is still going strong today as people still exchange colorful greeting cards featuring cre the creepy beast. There are also annual parades where men dress up as Krampus and run around the streets shaking chains and snarling at spectators. What? So Krampus actually is... Krampus is one of Santa's sidekicks, but did you know that Krampus has sidekicks as well? What is his sidekick? He has little elves that have been bad that Santa throws off with him called the Blackjacks. And, and they uh they're they're little dickheaded elves. They like to break into people's houses and steal <laughs> shit. That's crazy. What the thug elves? Bad elves. Krampus gets the bad elves. The goat man. The Did goat you see the horror movie Krampus? Yes. I it, you know, it's it, ridiculous. It's nothing like this uh, story. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like this Because he's like evil Santa, not one of Santa's sidekicks. Yeah. So the last evil Santa I've seen was that one, what was it, on The Creep Show? Or or was it on Tales from the Crypt? It's the one that like snuck into people's houses with that axe and killed everybody. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was funny. It was like, it didn't even make sense because he just showed up and started killing people. Like, uh, you know, well, funny enough, talking about creepy uh, Christmas stuff, one of my favorite uh, videos that I've ever seen, I, I like watching those horror shorts. There's one, uh, there, there's literally a video called Why We Don't Stay Up, and it's like this little boy, this little girl want to stay up and see Santa Claus, and when they go downstairs, <laughs> Santa Claus is like this 
amorphic flesh creature that vomits presents up around the tree. Oh, God, oh, snap. And then it, like, sees them, and it runs up and pins them to the wall with its, like, weird claw arms, and it oh starts, my. like, opening its face and sniffing them, and it's like, good, good. And then it runs out of the house, crawls out of the window. What is this? They go back to bed, and the little girl's like, Billy, what do you think would have happened if we'd have been bad? Oh snap! And then yeah. it's like, and that's where the video is. It's one of those little horror shorts. Oh my yeah. god! But uh, yeah, Santa Santa's like this amorphic flesh creature that vomits up presents endlessly yeah. from like this void. Oh my god! The fact it took time to pin them to the wall and it said good, good. It's it better to ate them. I say they ate them. I, you know what? I wish I wish they would do uh, like a Santa Claus movie where like, like why do people? Believe, why is there a Santa Claus and why do like why do parents think they bought gifts? I wish there was like a Santa I, 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 I'm trying to explain what I'm trying to didn't say. Didn't they say that? Didn't they? Didn't they tackle that in that animated movie like Fred Claus or whatever? Like they they drug or like they they like gas us in our sleeps and it makes us wake up thinking we got. Those oh, presents. see, that's what I wish happened. I don't know if that that's not. Yeah. I, I don't know where that's been. I guess you said what you said. I, Fred Claus. It's a movie about Santa having. It's an animated movie. It's about Santa having to retire and his like skinny nephew Fred has to take over the oh, really? business. But like the sled. It's like a fucking spaceship. It's like a giant, advanced, like, super-powered ship. And then, like, all the elves are basically, like, little military dudes. They're all, like, talking in hand signals. I'm like, go, go, go! (laughs) So it's like a super, super advanced operation for Santa to be able to deliver all the presents every year. Okay. Yeah, I, I never, I never, uh, yeah, at least at least it was tackled in one bit. Hey, that, <laughs> that would make more sense than him just riding randomly with some reindeer. Yeah, I know. It's like a giant cloaking spaceship. And, oh, that's another thing. He pilots it and, like, parks over, like, 15 houses because of how big it is. And then a bunch of ropes come down and you see the elves descending, yeah, yeah. like, little commandos dropping presents off. It was animated? Yeah, it was, like, three uh, CG. It was, like, a 3D animated movie. You know, you know why? Lives. You know why I, I kind of forget that movie? I've I actually seen that movie in theaters. But all I can remember from that movie is that when you watch it in theaters, the opening was nothing but a Justin Bieber music video. Mm. So you had to watch, like... A ten-minute Justin Bieber special Couldn't before the movie started. <laughs> That's all I remember from that movie. Because I was just like, "Why did Justin Bieber just play it? It ruined my experience." But anyways, so who's next? Next up, the number one on this list, Fru Frau Frau Perchata. Oh snap! The legend of Perchta. Perchta. The legend of Frau Perchta is well known specifically in Germany and Austria. This Christmas witch is also known as the belly slitter because it is a because if a person is lazy or committed too many bad deeds during the year, she will slit their belly open and steal their insides with the long knife she hides under her clothes. She will then replace these stolen organs with garbage, straw, or rocks. She has also been said to cut out the tongues of children who lie. If she found a spinner's work half-finished, she would set fire to it. She is followed by a pack of demons who torture people who are bad. However, she is also said to protect good people from those evil spirits. In some folktales, she is described as a beautiful woman wearing all white, but in other darker versions, she is said to be an ugly old woman with a long curved nose and dressed in rags. She is said to visit homes during the 12 days between Christmas and uh, epiphany. epiphany to check on families to make sure they are spending quality time together. Families often leave out porridge for her as an offering, 
and if she thinks that a person was kind and generous throughout the year, she will leave them a civil coin in their shoe. There we go. What's your thoughts on that last uh, little uh, character? Definitely doesn't strike as much as like Krampus or some of the other characters. Oh yeah, do. I mean so, she leaves you a silver coin. That's cool. I mean that's pretty ballin'. So, yeah, kind of too fairyish. So out of all these uh, myths and legends and uh, stuff that are around Christmas, uh, what which joke, which which ones strike you the most? Which one do you remember? Krampus is always gonna be my favorite. I understand. Krampus has got his little dickheaded elves. Krampus is like a dickheaded Santa sidekick. It works. I'm just gonna go with traditional elves. To me, that's as a kid that was always creepy because my brother and sister used to always try to scare the snot out of me. From my brother, we used to live by an old world. I call it old world because they made their own stuff there. But back in Jackson, Tennessee, they had this old school costume shop, and my brother bought the Freddy hand that they had hid under my bed, and I had just seen Friday the Thirteenth, the original, and I was a little kid, and he literally put that hand up over me and scared the piss out of me. But he, they would always tell me that the elves were watching every window near every door, and if I did anything bad, they reported to Santa. Oh, my goodness. And, I mean, as a little kid, you since I was always watching 80s horror movies, you can only imagine where my, my mind went. Like, <laughs> holy snap. I'd be looking out the window, and then my brother's like, you see that tree move? He's like, yeah, he was just there. He's like, what? And I'd ask him, why is he there? He's the ain't going to let you see him. I'm like, okay, and the wind would be blowing, and they'd tell me stuff like that. So it was the Oh, my goodness. It made the elves sound like, you know, a bunch of Chuckies or something. Anyway, your thoughts on all these Christmas mythologies? Uh, really doesn't interest, you, interest me that much. Does it interest you? Not on terrify you? Uh, the, the, any thoughts that some of these, uh, the old woman that leaves uh, shit for candy for Jesus? That's more like a joke than <laughs> yeah, it was. They took it serious. <laughs> what do you think about these countries taking these things seriously? Something wrong with them. At least, at least they have the ability to take things seriously. I guess so. You know, I can't enjoy anything in my home country because the moment you try to, somebody's going to run up and try to take a big shit in your mouth. Not even just being offended. It's just popular and fun to shit on people. That's what people yeah. do nowadays. That otherwise, why would people go to places like McDonald's and Bishop Cashiers? Because you have nothing better to do, and you you need to be a dick to have a good time. That, I, you know, I mean, the retail I, job in your life. I mean, they you literally. Don't know what it's like. I mean, there's literally a it's restaurant bad. called Dicks, where they treat you poorly. I guess I don't know. Yeah, no. They, yeah. Could you imagine the the weird catharsis that that is, where people have to go to a place where servers are paid extra to be mean to you, so that they can laugh and enjoy it. Come by where I work. I'll be mean to you. <laughs> I bet you they won't enjoy it. I bet you won't enjoy it because I'm not wearing a goofy hat and it's not implied that I'm supposed to be mean to you. <laughs> oh, God. People literally take themselves so seriously with their fucking entitlement that they're like, look, no server should ever talk bad to me ever. Nobody should ever talk down to me. But the moment I go to a place where it's their job, like it dicks. Oh, I love it when they talk down to me. I love it when they call me an idiot. I love it when they tell me I don't know how to order food properly like a fucking moron. I love it when I go to dicks. It's pathetic, dude. It's, it really is. It's a bunch of fucking... And you know, and you know honestly, the same people treat them people good and kind. But then they'll go somewhere normal and treat them like a-holes and then wonder why. They'll, they'll leave the chick way. at dicks for, for saying that you have a tiny penis. There yeah, are dudes even, that will leave yeah. them like $30 tips. And then you go to like a place like where I used to work and they're just like, well, here's 
there's two bucks left over. And then they tell you, like, they're proud of it. Like, that's all you, man. And you're like, really? you're like, fucking thanks, bro. <laughs> thanks for the two dollars. My cousin didn't have any money after after we uh, after we bought stuff one time. And I left a five dollar bill. And then I was, that was young back then. I didn't have a lot of money. He was going to leave, like, a, like a quarter or something. I'm like, man, don't do that. It's yeah. not even worth it. Just don't leave anything. I'm, I'm just a five would be good enough. But he, he told me he did that for a while. Like, dude, every one of them Reuters that you did that to is probably waiting to see you again. <laughs> just a slap in the face. Now, every one of those Reuters that you did quarter. that to are waiting for you to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what can they buy for a quarter? That's what I asked him to. I if like, I, buy like, for I, I've worked at a lot of places before, and the, the one time that a guy ever tipped me, like, change as in like I paid for my meal I don't want you to hand me change you keep that that's your tip that was literally my first thought in my head was like I hope you fucking have a blowout (laughs) I hope you have a blowout in your truck and you fucking die you fucking asshole you're gonna tell me to pay my fucking rent with that 25 cents (laughs) fucking asshole (laughs) Jesus Christ some rude people in this world Ed Ray uh, final thoughts for you what are your thoughts, final thoughts on this beer and uh, the episode in general? Well, the beer, it tasted like a little bit of a wine and maybe a bourbon, but it ain't the best beer out there. And, of course, this whole thing about myths and stuff, I don't know. It just doesn't register to me. It doesn't register to you? So you don't believe in myths at all? Like most of all myths in your mind, or don't, don't, they're not reality. It's just something somebody made up. I guess I'm too much of a realist at this point in my life. Oh, cool. No, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, are you just hitting on that or just in general? Someone, uh, someone say something opinion-y. Okay, well, I mean, like, I don't agree with the idea of myths or anything. I think it's all just a bunch of made-up horseshit. Well, that's... That's just your opinion. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's fine, because all we have here are opinions and beer. And Krampus. We are a million simple people to the prize.